Good morning. Welcome to Kingdom Testimonies. Today is Labor Day, September 6, 2021. It also is the traditional day of Rosh Hashanah beginning at sunset tonight. Um, this day and age, they celebrate it for two days. That was something that was instituted in this past century. Um, According to the Enochian calendar, because we're still in the Book of Enoch, uh, Yom Teruah, which is uh, actually what Rosh Hashanah is, the Feast of Trumpets, it is a day of blowing of the trumpets. It is a Sabbath, and it is, according to Enoch, this year is on Starts on sunset, September 19th, Sunday, and goes till Monday, sunset. Saturdays are still a, um, are still a Sabbath. Labor Day, which I had to look it up to see what the significance of Labor Day was. And it is a celebration of the achievement of the American worker. So they get today off. But keep in mind, according to God's calendar, Saturdays are a Sabbath. You know how I celebrate the Sabbath is, honestly, most of the time I forget. But God doesn't remind me. So I I don't feel bad. I guess I'm just like, I'm sorry, Lord. You know, I was going to try and take the day off. I go to church on Sunday, you know, like a lot of Christians do. and And so... Sunday is usually a day where I just kind of hang out in town and and that's okay because if the Sabbath starts at sunset and a lot of people I mean the Bible doesn't say Sabbath starts at sunset but in the state of Israel for United States it actually is more of a Sunday thing if you're going to do the time change so you see it's kind of like the crescent of the moon, which starts the new moon and all the festivals. God knows that his people are scattered all over the earth, all over the face of the earth. And so I don't think he gets too bent out of shape about when the crescent of the moon is, is first seen. We live by faith and it was given to Abraham by faith. So let's not get so legalistic about it, is my opinion. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, where a lot of people are off of work today for Labor Day, let's keep in mind that there is a Sabbath every single week and the Lord has made that one of his commandments. Remember to keep holy the Sabbath day, meaning take a day of rest, just like he wanted the fields to sit. Every seventh year they were supposed to sit, which is people are not doing that, you know, and it was only for our benefit. It's only for your benefit to take one day off a week to just reflect, relax, pray, you know, talk to God, do, do things with others, just relax and rejuvenate. The Sabbath rest is also a condition, a spiritual condition, where we labor to enter into his Sabbath rest. 
And that's in the New Testament. We're not going over that today. Today is going to be kind of short, I think. We're on chapter 69 of Enoch, and it's a long chapter, but it's definitely, depending on how many inter interjections I add, sorry, um, <clears throat> it's really not that terribly long. How many verses is it? It's only 29. But there's it's packed. So we're just going to do chapter 69 today. And however long that goes, it should be somewhat shorter. So uh, Dr. Brown, who is the compiler of this book of Enoch, which pretty much matches R.H. Charles. And the reason I don't use the R.H. Charles one is because it's on my laptop. And I have the paper-bound book. Well, it's hardcover, actually. And I just like reading out of handheld books, don't you? I, I miss all the handheld books. Well, I don't miss them because I have a bunch. But All right, so chapter 69. The title given to this is Fallen Angels Named and Some of the Terrible Sins They Taught Humanity. And the Hidden Name. All right. And after this judgment, they shall terrify and make them to tremble because they have shown this to those who dwell on the earth. And behold the names of those angels, and these are their names. The first is Semjaza, some translations are Semyaza, Semihaza. The J wasn't, didn't exist way back when. I'm just going to read it the way it is here. The second, Artaquifa, and the third, Armin the fourth, Cochabel, the fifth, Turiel, the sixth, Rungel, the seventh, Dangel, the eighth, Nequel, the ninth, Baraquel, the tenth, Azazel, the eleventh, Armoros, the twelfth, Betargel, the thirteenth, Busasegel, the fourteenth, Hananel, the fifteenth, Terel, and the sixteenth, Simapeziel, the 17th Jetrel, the 18th Tumel, the 19th Terel, there's two Terels and one Teriel, the 20th Rumael, the 21st Azazel. So there's two, two Azazels. Okay. And these are the chiefs of their angels and their names, and their chief ones over hundreds and over the fifties and over tens. Isn't that interesting? Because that's just how God... Um, had David's army, I believe. Or they had them over hundreds and fifties and tens. Okay. The name of the first Jekon, that is, the one who led astray all the sons of God and brought them down to the earth and led them astray through the daughters of men. Another thing that's interesting, they're called sons of God, <clears throat> but so are saints. Chosen saints are also called sons of God. All right, uh, Romans 8 something, all of creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. What does that mean? Hmm, I'll have to look that up. And the second was named Asbiel. I'm not sure who they're going through here because these are not the same names. Maybe the chief's over or some others. He imparted to the holy sons of God evil counsel and led them astray so that they defiled their bodies with the daughters of men. And the third was named Gadriel. He it is who showed the children of men all the blows of death. And he led astray Eve and showed the way he led astray Eve. Gadriel. Gadriel was the name of the... It was, hmm, 
what? So Satan's in charge and he had Gadriel do it? And showed <clears throat> showed the weapons of death to the sons of men, the son, those sons of men, the shield and the coat of mail and the sword for battle and all the weapons of death to the children of men. War was shown to us by fallen angels. That's not in <clears throat> Enoch. I just said that. And from his hand they have proceeded against those who dwell on the earth from that day and forevermore. And the fourth was named Penemu. He taught the children of men the bitter and the sweet, and he taught them all the secrets of their wisdom. And he instructed mankind in writing with ink and paper, and thereby many sin from eternity to eternity and eternity and until this day. Remember we talked about uh, several episodes ago how everything can be used for good and for, for evil. Of course, writing with pen and ink is not evil, but is used for evil. <clears throat> can be used for evil. For men were not created for such a purpose to give confirmation to their good faith with pen and ink. What? For men were not created for such a purpose to give confirmation to their good faith with pen and ink. For men were created exactly like the angels to the intent that they should continue pure and righteous and death, which destroys everything, could not have taken hold of them, but through this their knowledge they are perishing, and through this power it is consuming me. I don't understand. Um, so in our originally created state, we were not created to record things with pen and ink. It was a supposed, supposed like, um, remember the indigenous tribes way back? I remember reading where they didn't write things down. Um, they would just tell them to their children and their children's children and their children's children's children. That's also in the Old Testament. And they would, they would memorize this stuff and just keep passing it down. And it's not like the game like telephone where you whisper in someone's ear and you're in a circle and kids do it. And it's like you screw it up by the time it comes to the end. Because we were created like the angels, if we are of a truth in our being, if his law is written on our hearts, we're not going to mess it up as we pass it down. It's only when evil came into the world that things get messed up. Well, there you go. <clears throat> All right. And the fifth was named Kazdeja. This is he who showed the children of men all the wicked smitings of spirits and demons and the smitings of the embryo in the womb. Oh, this is the abortion one. That it may pass away, and the smitings of the soul, the bites of the serpent, and the smitings which befall through the non, uh, noontide heat, the son of the serpent named Tabayet. And this is the task of Kazbiel, the chief of the oath which he showed to the holy ones when he dwelt high above in glory, and its name is Bika. Bikwa. Unreal. Unreal. Hmm. Okay. This angel requested Michael to show him the hidden name that he might enunciate it in the oath so that those might quake before that name, an oath who revealed all that was in secret to the children of men. Huh? 
kind of sounds like the name of Jesus. And it quaked before that name and oath, who revealed all that was in secret to the children of men. This angel requested Michael. So Michael was responsible for for that name okay and this is the power of this oath for it is powerful and strong and he placed this oath okay in the hand of michael and these are the secrets of this oath hmm. and they are strong through his oath and the earth was suspended before the world was created and forever and through it the earth was founded upon the water and from the secret recesses of the mountains come beautiful waters, from the creation of the world and unto eternity. And through that oath the sea was created, and as its foundation he set for it the sand against the time of its anger. I think they're talking about Jesus, the Christ. And it dare not pass beyond it from the creation of the world unto eternity. <clears throat> However, the... Um, the it would have been Yeshua, or Yahushua, or Yahuwah. There's many ways that people... Yeho, Yehovah, Yehovah, yeah. And through that oath are the depths made fast, and abide and stir not from their place from eternity to eternity. And through that oath the sun and moon complete their course, and deviate not from their ordinance from eternity to eternity. And through that oath, the stars complete their course, and he calls them by their names, and they answer him from eternity to eternity. I don't see anywhere here where it's talking about additional galaxies. I don't. <clears throat> like I said, we don't know what it looks like up there. And in like manner, the spirits of the water and of the winds and of all zephyrs and their paths from all the quarters of the winds. And there are preserved the voices of the thunder and the light of the lightnings. And there are preserved the chambers of the hail, and the chambers of the hoarfrost, and the chambers of the mist, and the chambers of the rain, and the dew. Mm -hmm. These are reserved in, in eternity, but they have chambers that open up into the firmament and come to us. And all these believe and give thanks before the Lord of Spirits and glorify him with all their power. And their food is in every act of thanksgiving. They thank and glorify and extol the name of the Lord of Spirits forever and ever. And this oath is mighty over them. And through it they are preserved, and their paths are preserved, and their course is not destroyed. And there was great joy amongst them, and they blessed and glorified and extolled, because the name of that Son of Man, capital S, capital M, had been revealed unto them. That oath is the Son of Man. Um, they don't. They don't have a name for him except Son of Man. At this point, <clears throat> is you know what's interesting? Oh my gosh! I just realized the Son of Man. He's that's that's the name used for him in <clears throat> the New Testament. He's the Son of Man. He's also called the Son of God. Okay, angels were sons of God. Jesus was called the Son of Man at the very beginning because it was already designated that he would be born of a woman. 
That's so cool. That's so cool. He was called the son of man from the beginning. Okay. Um, and interestingly enough, in the New Testament, um, when he's born, he was given the name of Jesus, and possibly in one spot it says Joseph. Um, another, since he's the firstborn son, he could have been Joseph, but Jesus is a form of Joshua, <clears throat> and if you look in the Old Testament under Strong's, Joshua is Yeshua, which is a form of Jehovah, which is Yahweh. Is that not the coolest thing? So he's got his earth father's name and his heavenly father's name. I, I'm just blown away by that. I love it. All right. Uh, we're on, oh, we're already on verse 27. And he sat on the throne of his glory, and the sum of judgment was given unto the Son of Man. And he caused the sinners to pass away and be destroyed from off the face of the earth. And those who have led the world astray, with chains shall they be bound. Anybody who doesn't believe in hell, here we go. With chains shall they be bound, and in their assemblage place of destruction shall they be imprisoned, and all their works vanish from the face of the earth. Um, <clears throat> okay. And, and this is what I had mentioned, I think it was last week, how all the atrocities that are happening to the kids. Um, this says their works vanish from off the face of the earth. That's vanishing from our remembrance. So that's pretty cool. All the awful, awful things that have been done to us and the kids will vanish. Taken from remembrance. And that's what a good God would do. All right, verse 29, And from henceforth there shall be nothing corruptible, for that Son of Man has appeared and has seated himself on the throne of his glory. That's cool. And all evil shall pass away before his face, and the word of that Son of Man shall go forth and be strong before the Lord of Spirits. This is the third parable of Enoch. So cool, very cool. Okay, so we're gonna stop there. We're just doing, we're just doing chapter sixty-nine, um, and then it starts some short chapters. I take that back. Seventy-two is pretty long. Seventy-two is when it starts to get into the sun and, and the moon and the orbits and things like that. And there's some fascinating stuff in there. Um, I'm 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 hoping I'm gonna kind of breeze through them a little bit quickly because then it, after that starts talking about the winds um, and the circumference of the sun and it's pretty detailed and that's how that Nick guy was Abe Nick Vanderlyn was able to develop the Enochian calendar and I'm not saying it is perfect and without error um, you know, but he put a lot of effort into that.
and so um, enochiancalendar.com I believe is the website but then in chapter uh, 79 we start getting into okay that's the seasons 80 yeah then we start getting into some getting into some stuff so I can see why the book of Enoch was removed from this the Bible can you see that it is uh, it's a book that that definitely really shakes theology sorry I got a sliver in my finger it shakes theologies it seems contradictory in places um, but so does the Bible you know these things are revealed by the Holy Spirit he instructs us and and opens up the scripture and teaches us all things so so far I guess I can't see anything that is unbiblical I don't I don't see anything unbiblical of Enoch um, the second book of Enoch is super fascinating we're gonna do that next um, and then third Enoch I'm gonna take a look at it's 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 a little questionable um, we might read it just for the heck of it with disclaimers everywhere and just 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 to kind of see you know is this is this biblical should this even be considered part of it was second and third Enoch part of the Dead Sea Scrolls I don't know I don't think so but I don't know um, if, if uh, maybe that's something we can look into and I don't know if there's any way on here you'll have to forgive me I don't know if there's any way on these podcasts to interact with an audience and I apologize if I'm not and there's comments and things popping up I'm using it on my phone I had it on my laptop and and uh, I don't know it was just kind of messing with me and I'm not I mean I'm computer literate but these these are all new things to me so I apologize if I'm not interacting and I hope the content is interesting basically I'm just doing this because I feel led by the Lord to do it and I enjoy it I like reading scripture out loud I've gotten in the habit in the last couple of years of talking things through as if Jesus is my audience and so that's and then and by doing that like I've been like I've been having revelations as I'm reading this like oh my gosh so that's what happens so that's why I that's why I, I'm doing this basically um, all right so happy Labor Day everyone and uh, we're gonna cut it short there and have a blessed and relaxing day if you have the day off and if you don't well don't worry about it there's always next Saturday or Sunday all right, take care.